Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Good I can live up to that. I, <laughs> I don't know if I can. I, I, I may be losing it tonight. I, all I can say to start the show is welcome to another week of, yes, this is really happening. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw what happened this morning, but Donald Trump, a 70-year-old man and father of five, went apeshit on Twitter between 3.20 and 5.30 in the morning, <laughs> slut-shaming Miss Universe 1996. <laughs> That's the true part. Remember Hillary's ad from 2008? Who do you want answering the White House phone at 3 a.m.? How about someone who's not already enraged in a hissy fit? How about... I, but... But... Getting ahead of myself. Let, let me go back to the beginning. America used to be a country. No. Okay, not that far. Let's just go back to Monday night. Did you see the debate? Okay, the debate. Interesting debate. Hillary made her case uh, for being president that she has the experience and the temperament to be the commander-in-chief. Donald Trump made his case. I hate Rosie O'Donnell, but she started it. (laughs) Is this really happening? Trump interrupted her 51 times. At one point, she had to say, Mommy's talking. Mommy. I mean, he actually had a meltdown. Donald Trump had a meltdown about what a great temperament he has. <laughs> it, it was like watching someone carve I'm not a psycho into their arm. <laughs> I, I can't process it anymore. And even though all the polls say that Hillary won the debate, oh, he, no, he won. He won. And, if, and if, even if he didn't win, totally not his fault. The moderator asked the wrong questions. He had a bad microphone. The whole system is rigged. She had the questions beforehand. The sun was in my eyes. <laughs> the Coke wore off. I mean, it... Even Ryan Lochte was like, stop with the bullshit about being robbed. (laughs) You whiny little bitch. I mean... (laughs) 
Well, I don't know. Hillary got a big bump after the debate, and Trump looked like he did a big bump before the debate. I mean, <laughs> I'm hearing. I don't know it for a fact. I hope it's not true. A lot of people are saying it. A lot of people are saying it. That's all I know. I hope it's not true. Well, you know, he was sniffing a lot. It was either that or he's allergic to facts. No, I... I... I think it may be the case Donald Trump was born with a silver spoon in his nose. <laughs> well, I only say that because, I mean, he came out absolutely manic. The first half hour, charging like a rabid weasel, sniffling, cotton mouth, kept drinking, rambling like the guy you can't get out of your apartment. And then, most tellingly, 30 minutes in, crashed. Did you notice that? Ironically, the guy who wants to build the wall hit a wall. <laughs> which, which was actually the best part of the whole night because he went after Hillary on stamina. Stamina? She was Bruce Springsteen just getting warmed up after 90 minutes. And he was Fat Elvis forgetting the lyrics to Are You Lonesome Tonight? <laughs> Which brings me back to Miss Universe <laughs> with what I was starting with. Yes, so he went after the stamina thing. So she said, you know what? This is really about what you were talking about with women for years, looks. And he said, in she said, you called Miss Universe 1996 Miss Piggy. Okay, that was Monday. Here it is Friday morning, and this nincompoop is still <laughs> obsessed with it. He was tweeting all night about Miss 1996. She's disgusting, imploring people to check out her sex tape. Yes, Donald Trump, major party nominee who wants to be the president of the United States, is urging the American public to check out a sex tape that doesn't exist from a Venezuelan reality show. <laughs> Republicans out there, thank you so much for this. Thank you so much. You must be so fucking proud that your candidate finally takes a concrete position on something and it's no fat chicks. If... And if this is how Trump treats pageant contestants, imagine how he treats poor Melania. She knows six words and two of them are cupcake bad. <laughs> All right, we got a great show. Steve Moore, Angela Rye, and Peter Hamby is here, are here, and it'll be speaking with my good friend Sarah Silverman's backstage. What a night. But first up, he is an Oscar-winning actor. Wow, on our show. Uh, some actor. A lot of people would say the best actor of his generation. He narrates the new audiobook by first-time author Pappy Pariah called Bob Honey Who Just Do Stuff. It's available for free. Can't beat that price at audible.com. He always runs toward the fire. Sean Penn! <laughs> How are you, sir? Well, great to see you. Great to see you. Look at this. Okay. 
All right, now, Sean, let's get right to what people are thinking. Why are you plugging someone else's book? Well, this is a book that came to me in a kind of mysterious way. It was somebody I had met one time. That in happens 19... to you a lot. Mysterious right, yeah. things. <laughs> mysterious things. <laughs> somebody I had met once in 1979 and who had, through a longer story, uh, had the address of my mother. And then uh, sometime in early May this year, uh, I got a manuscript and, and um, connected to some lawyers in the Cayman Islands and so on and so forth. And I read this book. Uh, that he wanted, I think I was the only quote-unquote celebrity he'd ever met. And so after reading the book, he thought of this guy he met in 1979 who then realized had become, was the guy he'd met after I started becoming a public You're figure. his surrogate. Uh, in a sense. He, he can't get this book sold. It, well, I guess this was the idea. And so I read it, and what I was reading was... In essence, the book I would have written if I was writing a book. I just felt like finally somebody... But is... you're a great writer. You could write a book. Oh, I couldn't write this book. This is, um, this is the book... Well, what is it? Is it a memoir? Is it a novel? He calls it a memoir. What? Well, <laughs> my suspicion is that much of what's in it might be true but expose highly illegal activities. Uh, on his part, and so he's made it a fiction. Oh, I see. Uh, Ramon Clay. Exactly. Okay. So why did it move you so much? Well, here's the thing. You know what, and I was watching your monologue. It's, it's a time... Well, you had to. You were standing right there. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a choice, but... <laughs> yeah, but I could have tuned it out. Yeah, you could have. I, I, but... <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if you had the earbuds in. That would, that well, would be a... So often at, at this time when one's watching the news, you just feel like the, the, the reporter uh, or the pundit should not be continuing to speak, but actually running to pull the fire alarm and, and, and say, you know, what the hell is happening here? So this book, uh, by the time I got to the end of it, I realized that almost everything that his... Uh, his character, Bob Honey, is doing and believing and, and, the, and the thought process was in sync with what I thought, but I was only... I wasn't hearing it on the news. I was hearing it from a character who's clearly a sociopath. And I thought, well, when the sociopaths are making more sense than anything we're seeing in, in mainstream news media, um, it's time to uh, well, that let, could, let, that... let, hear them out and heal it. Well, that could be a defense for Trump. I mean, there's a sociopath. Yeah, and he's this... a kind of a character in the book. But that's a 12-year-old sociopath. <laughs> I see. So... <laughs> I get it. <clears throat> so we're, uh... We're on the side of the mature sociopaths. I see. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> um, so I, I read it also. I mean, I, I was fascinated by it. First of all, it's short, which I love. Yeah, I like that, too. No, I do. I mean, who has time anymore? Books are slow and long. Um, it, it, is, it is beautifully written, and, and it's sort of a fever dream. I'm not sure I got all of it. But, you know, you're right. He, he's a guy who seems to be in an intelligence agency, or it was at some point. He kills people, so, you know, he's, he's, he's as you say, maybe a sociopath. But he has a moral code. Well, yes, I think he has a clear moral code. What some is that? How would you describe that? Well, in, in he 
<laughs> um, <laughs> he has a clear moral code that has to, to, to do with something that we've always had trouble with in terms of uh, morality, which is the principle of triage. 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 But I what think you treat first. What you treat first. And also, I think that what's also uh, unique about the character is that, for example, he talks about uh, words being as lethal as a gun, but nobody needs a background check for the words. He talks about not having... Uh, that understanding that uh, if we truly want to see less gun violence, then some legitimate controls may be in place. But he's not sure in the greater advertising environment if people genuinely want to stop seeing gun violence. There's a kind of exploration of the chaotic part of what's happening in a culture where now we're seeing people who... I mean, the, the, for example, the Trump voters, and, and quite clearly one of the characters in the book is, is Donald Trump. Um, the Trump yes. voters, I think, in the Pappy Pariah scheme of it, or in his character Bob Honey's scheme, is those voters are one of, one of two categories. They are either the highly uninformed, and you could use a less polite word for some of them. Deplorables. Yeah. <laughs> she or, called them. Yeah. And I think it was apt. Yeah, and you're also looking at a, at a country of people who are truly unwittingly willing to... Um, dismiss their love for their children to engage in um, a, a kind of a t political temper tantrum. And to, to um, you know, as he says in the book, uh, look at me, I'm a pisser on a tree. Uh, ouch goes the human heart. And so I think that we're in that time now. And I read, the, read to read this book, and also the title got me, Bob Honey Who Just Do Stuff, because that's what it's about. He just do stuff. And... <laughs> So, and, and you do stuff. You do a lot of stuff. I mean, I, I said in your intro, you run toward the fire. You know, you always do that. You go where it seems like it's most dangerous. I mean, I could read a list of countries that you've gone to, and, not, and, and sometimes it's our country, Katrina. You went there. We saw you in the rowboat. You went to Haiti. You went to Cuba. You went to Venezuela, Iran, Iraq. What's wrong with you? But, <laughs> <laughs> why... <laughs> Why do you always run toward the danger? Is it an adrenaline thing, Sean? I think we can't count on Bill Maher alone to tell us the truth, and I got nowhere else to go, so yeah. when, I, you know, when I need a right. break from you, I go and find okay. out there, because you're, right. you're not going to get it in oh, the New yeah. York and Times. And I'm not coming with you. You know me. I'm not... No, I don't, I don't have that kind of courage. I mean, you no, have, you have physical of, courage. It's, I, a, it's just a sort I have of... verbal courage. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I think it's also I have... A, a certain inability to focus unless I have a kind of cu cultural reference, you know, with my own right. experience there. And, and once I, I can read the book about it once I've been there and seen it. Right. I have a tough time doing it in reverse. Okay. So this book, you, we are talking about you're going to be doing a reading at LACMA? Yeah. Is that right? What yeah. is that? The Los Angeles County the, Museum? The Museum okay. of Modern Art. Yeah. August? No, I mean That's October uh, 6th. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's, yeah. it's October tomorrow. Please, I can only take one more fucking month of this election. <laughs> yeah. Sean, thank you for being here. I love you for doing what you did the other night. Sean Penn, everybody. All right, let's meet our panel. Hey, there they are, Steve, my old friend. All right, he's Snapchat's head of news where he hosts Good Luck America. What a perfect title for this show. Peter Hamby. <laughs> Hi, Peter. How you hey, doing? Hey, good. 
She is the CNN political commentator and CEO of Impact Strategies. Angela Rye is back with us. And he's one of our longtime friends here on this panel. He's a Trump economic advisor and co-author of Fueling Freedom, Exposing the Mad War on Energy. Steve Moore, back with us, Steve. Okay. Uh, there is no overtime tonight, because I am actually on stage at the Mirage in Vegas. How's that going to happen wow. tonight at 10 o'clock? Are you going I'm, on the Trump I'm, jet? Uh, <laughs> not the Trump jet. Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I mentioned I'm... <laughs> I'm glad there's only a month left. I'm about to lose it. Uh, seriously, uh, I just have one question for you, Steve, because I know you're a Trump supporter. Mm -hmm. Have you lost your goddamn mind? I, that, I, what? Tell me... It's, it's, he's brave enough to be here in the lion's end, but seriously, what did you think when you saw today? When you, What time you get up in the morning? Early? Well, I was in Denver, so I didn't, oh, wow. I didn't see the okay. uh, But, I didn't but see you the saw that what Trump was doing right. between 3.20 and 5.30, when people should be right. sleeping. Uh, even I'm sleeping at that hour. Mm -hmm. And he is just saying, check out this sex tape. You really think this person should be the president well, look, of the United States? I, I'm what frustrated. What gives you pause? I am frustrated because we have such huge problems in this country right now. And look, you look at the debate on Monday. I mean, <laughs> Trump, look, Trump got off track in a lot of things. But when it, I think everybody would agree, when it came to the economy, he killed Hillary, right? I mean, Hillary's trying to defend... <laughs> I think no one would agree with that. We want to we cut taxes. She wants to raise them, right? Zero people but would agree with that. We've had 10 years. No, I this, can't wait this to week, respond wait to that. This okay. week, no. we had a... Not uh, even rich people agree with right? that. Right? <laughs> no, 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 it's true. Do you know who does? Working class people. Yeah. Trump, is not the, Trump is not the candidate of the rich. He's the class uh, candidate of the working class. That's where he's getting the vote. Right. But we had a statistic And his money. This week, no, no. Though. Wait a second. Either. Trump is killing it with small donors. Let's get the yeah, facts on that. And Hillary's doing killing it. Yeah. He should have been better doing... than any Republican ever did. Yep. Better than Hillary. Yep. Is he should doing. have been raising money online a year ago because he would be rolling in dough. Right. Now, what's really interesting? I'd be interested in your opinion on this. He is almost to the left of Bernie Sanders on trade or the way he talks about it. He's completely redefined Republican sure. economic dogma. It's remarkable. Um, and it's, it's had a deep appeal, especially in places like Ohio, where he's cutting into Hillary's lead yeah. in counties, especially in Northeast Ohio, that Barack Obama won by 30 points. But, but Donald, it's not, Trump, it's not Donald Trump of the 90s, though, yeah. was like applauding Bill Clinton and what he was doing with the economy because he said in the 90s that he was being oh, very successful. I wish so he might be the candidate for the working class, yeah. but that's because they're deceived. Yeah. So as soon as they're they find out... No, no, how are oh they deceived? God. They've I'll seen the you. worst recovery no. from a from a I recession. I can tell you how... I'm happy, I'm happy I mean, look, Steve, Americans all, are hurting out there. Bullshit. We have one point... No, it is not. <laughs> no, it, we have this, this was, wait a second. 1% is like being in a recession. Okay, okay wait I mean, a second. No actually, the... Only the top 20% have made gains in the last... No, 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 actually, wait, I must fucking stop you. I told you, this is Joe Meyer Economist. I'm going to lose it. I, this, this, this is Lester Holton is at the debate. Because, again, I hear this all the time from Trump at the debate, from other Republicans. Yeah. I heard this fucking moron, Larry Kudlow. He's, he's one of my best friends. I'm sure Ouch. he is. <laughs> Really, everyone I said fucking idiot tonight is gonna. I'm, I'm, I know I say that too much, but it's true. Uh, 
So you're going to defend this economy? Wait a, Wait a minute. Yes, because yes. this economy stinks. Wait go out in real America. It doesn't stink. Go out in real America. Wait. Go to Pennsylvania, okay. Ohio, let Michigan, me just get, and talk to let voters. Because the they're fact. pissed off about okay. this economy. You can talk to voters yeah. who are misinformed. Absolutely. Let me read they the facts. They know their financial situation. Let me read okay, the facts from the Census okay, Bureau. All right. Okay? Right. I, I, I this, actually read this, the report, this, this was very big news yeah. a couple of weeks ago. It destroyed a lot of talking points that Republicans have had for years, like all the wealth is going to the top percent, mm -hmm. the middle class is stuck. In 2015, middle class incomes had their fastest increase ever recorded. The median family got a $3,000 raise. The highest income growth was among the poorest, 10%. Poverty had its steepest decline since 1968. In 2015, both the poor and the middle class made greater gains percentage-wise than the rich. Larry Kudlow said, folks are not happy. They want to change. The one thing that has been tried, we had the Obama stimulus package, we had all the infrastructure spending, it didn't work. It did work. We have 40 million people it, in poverty today. We had with the average American bill. You talk so about. So he didn't the, make things perfect. Okay, yeah, no, I know. 40 I know. million people in poverty is not making things when perfect. Did you but, ever but, give your but your but candidate, your candidate, 40 million Excuse people me. in poverty, and the average American worker over the last 10 years since 2007 has not had a pay raise. And we your candidate doesn't want to raise their wages either. So yes, let's, he does. No, he we doesn't. We want to get control of the border. We want to cut taxes. Hillary wants to raise taxes. Hillary wants to raise taxes. This is not the Monday night debate, and I'm not Hillary Clinton, right. yeah. so I'm just being very clear with right. you. I have something to say, and I need you to let me talk. Go Thank ahead. you. That's really so, the point is very simple. When your candidate was asked whether or not he wanted to raise the minimum wage, he initially said no. Now he wants a slight increase. If you want to talk about wage, so you're still not going to let me finish. You're still not, you're still not going to let me we finish. We want to raise Fantastic. wages for middle class folks. This is going to be a great yeah. conversation. Multiple independent Steve, analysts. Steve, let, let her get her. Okay, fin go let ahead. Her finish your thought. It's fine, Peter. Go ahead. I was just no, 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 say, Angela, Angela. No, no, no. Finish your thought, and then the, the the only point that I'm raising here is your candidate has deceived his voter base. He has been. Really? How? Steve, Steve, let it's fine. He watched Donald Trump on Monday, and this is what he did. He interrupted Hillary 29 times. I think you've interrupted me 53. So, my point is very simple. He's deceived his base because they're angry. They need someone to blame. Unfortunately, this guy who's been sued 82 times alone, just in federal court, has been sued because he's taken advantage of the very people who he says he's setting out to help. Small business owners who he said didn't do their job. That's what he said at the debate, I, that I they didn't do their jobs. After he allowed the services and the goods to be provided, they didn't do their jobs. He knows that they were going to sue him and would run out of money. He takes advantage of the people who are in his base now. Let me say What fascinates me is that the Republican establishment... Uh, Wall Street Journal readers, the green eyeshade class of the Republican Party in Washington, <laughs> which has always been obsessed with managing the debt and policy. Mm -hmm. You know, independent analysts have said that Trump's tax cuts would drive up the debt 
significantly higher than Hillary's plan. Republican senators. You're going to lecture me on the debt when Donald, when uh, Barack Obama doubled the debt in eight years? Come on. Hillary Clinton never raised a peep of protest when Barack Obama raised the debt by more money than every president from George Washington to George W. I'm confused by Republicans who are king of debt. Much of that, of course, because he inherited the worst recession. Let me ask you this. Why, how come, he should be the hero of big business. The top 100 <laughs> Fortune 500 companies, none of them will endorse him. Why aren't these leaders backing him? He's giving them a giant tax cut. You know why? Because they know he's going to crash the economy. Because in the billionaire boys they're club, too, they know he's a crook. He doesn't pay his bills. He's going to default on the debt. If he was elected in November, the economy would crash before he took office. We, saw, we saw large companies who were associated with Trump's brands mm -hmm. and pageants run screaming from him right. during the primaries, one. Two, the business community, the Chamber of Commerce class, they value stability. And Trump is deeply unpredictable. Well, Absolutely. right? Exactly. Hillary, Hillary wants to invest in infrastructure. Look, you can, you can question what, what her, what about her about raising the tax plans with business, so raising taxes we on spent, corporate we corporations. Spent a, we had spent $800 billion on infrastructure, and we still got the worst infrastructure. What happened to all that money? Immigration reform. Spending money on what roads and bridges. Money? All I'm, I'm answering Bill's yeah. question, which is that, that the Chamber of Commerce community, yeah. the centrist business class, values those yeah. things. No, and and by the way, I know what happened to that yeah. money because I live on a street where it was yeah. fixed. Okay, so I, yes, I have pot Do, hole, we have potholes all over the place. Of course, there are still potholes, yeah. and there because are still people spent, in poverty. We, we misspent all that money. Here's the point I would make to you: Of course, big business is for Hillary Clinton. Big business is for Hillary. Big labor is for Hillary. Hillary. Just all of the special him. interest groups in Washington are for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> of course, they are because right. Donald Trump is going right. to disrupt so Washington. It's, what's okay. funny is she even is, Macy's doesn't even want anything to do with the Trump tie. Like that's the funny part. So the reality of the is... The reality of this is your candidate doesn't have any goodwill left with Fortune 1000 no. companies. Well, let me ask you this question. How many jobs has Hillary Clinton ever, ever created? She was not in a position. That's my point. She knows no, nothing about business. No, that's not your, your point. You're right. crazy Donald because Trump she was is, in public da, service. Da, right. She is, right. She's been in politics. No, right. no you're but right. You're right. You were right. Yes. She has been in politics. She is a professional politician. No, she's been a professional politician for the last 20 years. So is Ronald Reagan. You're Public service. She has been a professional politician. Public Donald Trump service. is a businessman. We right. need a, a businessman business in the White man. House. With right. six yeah. bankruptcies right. to show for he's, it, by he's the way. Made, he's made what billions. He's, he's hired 10,000 people. Hillary's zero. No, but, but you know, by the way, but, but wait. Where, how did Hillary get rich? Like how did Hillary Jews, and Bill like Clinton me. get rich? Off of politics. Okay. All right. Right. Yeah, no, Donald Trump got got rich by creating businesses. Hillary and Bill Clinton got rich off of politics. And he also got rich by stealing from small businesses. I made that point earlier. You didn't hear it because you were talking. That's Right. He also steals from his own charity. Then there's that. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. What about true. the Clinton Foundation? Come that's, on. The Clinton. Oh, my God. Are you going to say that Donald Trump is stealing from his? Yes, that's yeah, a fact. Hillary Clinton's got no Trump. This is the stupidest this... talking point that oh. the media falls for, that there's something shady about the Clinton Foundation. What happened to all the money that was supposed to go to Haiti? 88% <laughs> of what they take in oh goes to people. They have cured millions of people around the world. There is no pay for play because she was never paid. They, they, it's oh a, my God. It's you know moronic. what else, Bill? Before but, this election, 
You know who else supported the Clinton Foundation? Donald Trump. He gave $100,000 to the Clinton Foundation. That wasn't just enough I think, I think he wants his money back. I'm what sure Donald he wants Trump, his money back. He always you know, wants his money back. He just he is he has not given a dime to his own Cl uh, Trump, Trump Foundation, Foundation. Well, since, to two, Foundation. since 2008, <laughs> and then he gives money. People give the money to the Trump Foundation. He writes a check. People think, oh, it's from Donald Trump. It's not from him, right. and he's taken their money to buy shit for himself. Yeah. The reason right. why people won't do business with him, and same him? reason why they won't do, they don't want to do business in Russia. It's shady. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Wait, you're going to defend Hillary? Would you like? Uh, really? I mean, here's a woman who gives speeches and right. Bill Clinton, I, I, and then they uh, have given access to the White House. She, think that's shady? she is truly the Napoleon of crime. But um, <laughs> it's interesting that. Uh, Five that I count so far, very conservative newspapers who have not supported, endorsed a Democrat for a long time. The Arizona Republic since 1896, Cincinnati Inquirer 1916, Dallas Morning News 1940, the Houston Chronicle, the San Diego Union Tribune. Never support the Democrat. They are doing it. Magazine. Uh, USA Today. Yeah has never endorsed, they still don't, but they said, don't vote for this one. Right. Uh, and then magazines, Rolling Stone, The Advocate, Wired have come out for Hillary. Wow. Uh, Rolling Stone, who would have ever thought that? Uh, okay, <laughs> but here, but just show that, just to show that the equal time, there are some lesser known magazines that have come out for Donald Trump. Would you like to see? Okay. These are some lesser known, lesser known. Uh, for example, for Donald Trump, Car and Liar. Uh, <laughs> They say, Mr. Trump owns lots of cars and he lies his ass off. What's not to like? Uh, unpopular science is for Donald Trump. Uh, they rave, you can make up practically anything about climate change and this shithead will retweet it. Absolutely. Trump Absolutely. is the obvious choice. Uh, wine aficionado. I love that. That's my favorite. They say, you don't see this many bitches at the dog show. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, American sociopath. <laughs> uh, their endorsement reads, while we can't sense or process normal human emotion, something about this Trump family just feels right. Uh, Good Housekeeper magazine. <laughs> Uh, we hardly endorse Senor Trump because no. if we don't, he'll have us deported. Oh, no. um, Modern Mail Order Bride magazine. Oh. Uh, Ouch. <laughs> they say we've done business with this man and the check cleared. Uh, this magazine translates as highlights for child laborers. <laughs> And they say, we support the orange American whose, <laughs> whose name we sew on the neckties. Uh, and uh, finally, Ferret uh, Fancy magazine says, what's in his head doesn't make him one of us, but what's on his head most certainly does. All right.
Let's bring out Sarah. She is a brilliant actress, a wonderful comedian. She'll be appearing at the Sanger Theater in New Orleans on October 16th and at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, October 21st. Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Look at you, playing Vegas, the MGM Grand. I am so proud of I'm you. I'm not taking a jet there tonight, but... Yeah, but I am very proud of you. Come on. We, both, we worked hard right. and we played by the rules. You taught me how to exfoliate with a dry brush before my shower. <laughs> you did. I mean, it was like we were on the... It was you, you, you bullied me into it. We were on a basketball court and you were like, you don't exfoliate with a dry brush before you shower? And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that's what we're supposed to do. This is the hunk you planned to come out here with? No, I don't know. Exfoliating with the dry no, brush? Not at all. I don't know. I just... Yeah, I saw just you and right I remembered it because I think of you every time I do it. Let's talk politics. Yeah. <laughs> You're very brave. Good to meet you. That's right, isn't he brave? Yeah. So, um, you're for Trump, right? <laughs> All right. The sound All of right. one so. hand. <laughs> Trump is uh, the product of a long tradition of pointing at other people and accusing them of doing what you're doing, and that's, you know, he. Yeah. Uh, well, you're a pundit wait, did you now. Do you know that? Ever since. Fuck you. you. Oh, what's a pundit? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a good thing. Ever oh. since you were at the, the Democratic Convention and you pointed at the Bernie people and said, you're being ridiculous, and I thought it was wonderful. And that was just in the moment. Yeah, they absolutely. literally told us to stretch. But, uh, but is that, do you wear the crown heavily now that you've been anointed as a, someone who's going to lead us in our political thinking? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I, there's no one more Bernie than me. I am right, so I uh, inspired every day by Bernie right. Sanders. The good news and, is, but... uh, you know, people who change the world are almost never the president, you know? So we don't have them for four years. We have them forever. Is that so bad to settle for? Well, actually, people... The... No, no, no. no. <laughs> the, the president is someone who changes the world. Yes, but let's, let's, let's just the, get that the people out that table. we remember throughout history that have changed our world are almost never the president. That's completely not true, and <laughs> and the very the very reason we're so afraid of Trump is because that it is true that the president. Oh, I see does, your line of thinking, but I'm yes, thinking of Gandhi, Martin Luther man. King. Uh, you know, yes. some of those people changed right. the world. But Martin Luther King didn't send troops into the South to make sure that the black people could go to college. Are president, you sure? President Kennedy did that. Because of President pressure, Kennedy, because of pressures from outside people, yes, absolutely. and Bernie is, right, needs an no, ally in I, office. That's right. That's why I, I don't I understand these Bernie or bust people. You know, I, I don't know what their long game is. I don't know what their perfect dream scenario is. I well, earnestly am asking, or am I being obtuse? No, you are. But not. it seems and, that it would and, be good to have an ally you are the in office. One to talk to them, because what are you, 28, 29 now? You're almost. That that's a big funny joke. <laughs> You're a millennial and one with stamina. Um, <laughs> now let me read the, the polls here on uh, Clinton, 18 to 34 people. Clinton, 31 percent. Uh huh. Trump, 26. Gary Johnson, 29 percent. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. Listen. Is a fucking idiot. 
He's a fucking idiot. I like him. He's a nice guy. But he's another <laughs> in my basket of fucking idiots. Listen, I, I voted and I believe you did in 2000 for Ralph Nader. Yes. But this is not that kind of time. Right. No, and he, he wasn't, wasn't an, an idiot, idiot, but he also wasn't no. going to win. And it was we a mistake. We wanted to vote our conscience. And I admitted it, yes. It was a mistake. Okay. But Gary Johnson, can I show you a little, we put a little montage of Gary mm -hmm. Johnson together. <laughs> just to remind, and, and we all thought he was a cool guy. You know, he smokes pot, he was for pot. <laughs> He's not making pot look good. Pot doesn't way. make you cool. <laughs> right. Pot is cool. Pot is cool. <laughs> but, but it doesn't make but you cool. You know what's cool. also cool? Reading. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a little bit of Gary Johnson for those thinking of voting for him. Aleppo. And what is Aleppo? Aleppo, um, not knowing that there's a city in between the, the, the two forces. Who's your favorite foreign leader? Who's my favorite? Any, anybody. Pick any leader. I'm, I'm having a brain. I'm well, having name a brain anybody. I think I could stand up there for the whole debate. So weird. Really? <laughs> and... By the way, for the people 29 percent, 18 to 34, who I assume a lot of them were Bernie people, right? Okay, here's some uh, minimum wage. Hillary's with Bernie, not Gary Johnson. Right. Believes in no minimum wage. TPP, he's for that. Hillary and Bernie are against it. Citizens United, all the money you want in politics. Gun control wants none of that. Financial regulation, universal health care, he's for, he's for repealing Obamacare, free college, he's against that. He's for nothing that you fucking people want. It's not even like, is any, no one's even misinforming them about him. Like right. they are, with like, with your friend. You know, it's like people... <laughs> people are, what, what, yeah, no, that's true. What it's you were saying was exactly right. People vote... Because they're totally misinformed, and that is a real thing. You know, there's something called Brexit that people voted for totally against uh, their yeah, 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 best. Brexit. You were okay. against Brexit? Are you serious? I, 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 self government. Um, why I mean, what were you, okay. why were you, what are you talking about? They promised, <laughs> they had huge signs on the sides of buses that said, you know, $325 million go to the EU that be, could, could be yeah. going to our health care. They had no intention and said they had no intention Gary, once Brexit Gary, was voted through. Then people are Googling what Brexit is after they voted in. Gary Johnson. Hey, pun. I'm, I'm wow, I'm really I'm passionate. Yes. Oh, don't yeah. show my neck. My neck goes crazy when I have passion. <laughs> you know, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what would help that a lot? Exfoliating. <laughs> I know, I think of you every day. It's my drive Gary Johnson is clearly unfit to be president, but what exasperates me about Gary Johnson not knowing these things and the collective exasperation about it is that neither does Donald Trump. And the right. problem is that a year ago, right. people should be giving Donald Trump pop quizzes. Name me five countries in NATO. Right. What's right. the difference between Hamas and Hezbollah? How does a bill become a law? Does right. Donald Trump know those things? No, I don't think he, he does. does. He doesn't no. know them. He's unserious. It's so and he should have been treated this as for the last year. The way the professional That's not politics so we should get a dummy? Oh, you mean by knowing things? They're sick yeah. of yeah. people. We should get a dummy. He's been doing business. He doesn't know all of these. People being against people who do book learning. Yes. It's not. We want somebody who knows how to create jobs. You're just we don't have enough jobs in the Unemployment, once again, facts, unemployment is 4.9%. Bill, you know it's not. When you count the people who've dropped out of 
out of the workforce, when you count people who have part-time so jobs because of Obamacare, so, the real unemployment rate in this country so is 10 when, to 12%. When the Democrat well, is president, that. when a Democrat is president, we don't count the stats from the we have had non-partisan government We have had agencies. a record number of people drop out of the workforce. Steve, under but you know what Obama. else? You know but that. here's it's, the, here's it's the bigger problem. to argue that point. Here's the bigger problem. His candidate also counts students who are in high school and who are in college, and you count them, and, and then you say black people's unemployment is at 51%. Lies. We are also in school. So that's the other problem. Well, the, the, the black, black Americans have had the biggest decline of income under Barack but, Obama of any group. I'm not even You think black anymore. Americans are doing well today? Hello? I, I think they're doing Exhibit terrible. A, honey. You think they're doing well? you all to continue to do is to make it seem like I walk out my door, there's gunfire immediately. I'm not going to let you say I walk out the door and I can't read. Your candidate can't read. I walk out the door and I don't, I can't afford to, like, you're just not going to do it. Like, we do have challenges in our community. Well, but what, have the the bigger, what have the Democrats done for your community? you got you, no jobs. So, so, you've got no was, oh, economic no development. Jobs. You've got the schools. I've been to Detroit. I've been to Cleveland. I've been to New York. I've been to the places that are run by Democrats. I'm going to respond to you now. I'm going to respond to you. It's ridiculous. So what I'm going to tell you is very clearly, right. and I say this all yeah. the time, and hopefully this will bless your life and change it. <laughs> racism, <laughs> racism is a bipartisan problem. This isn't about what Democrats did or did well, not do. Yeah, well, they've done Republicans, it for 50 years. Republicans have done the same thing. I'm from Chicago. Thing. Congratulations. Democrats have run for Chicago no. for 60 years. You've got 3,000 shootings let me, this And year. you know what? You can't blame where that did, on and Republicans. Where did, and where did the guns come from? And it's so funny. You're the ones who didn't ask that. You're the ones. It was Hillary Clinton who doesn't want uh, the stop and frisk policy. No, I agree. It's because it's stop and frisk has done more to it's reduce crime in the cities. Hillary's against that. Because it's Hillary's, unconstitutional. I know it's not unconstitutional. The the NRA I can't debate with somebody even saying that, court, that the people on the court, court, all right, all right, this, I didn't want this show to turn into one where everyone's screaming and you You're can't right. hear what anybody says. My fault. My fault. I started screaming. What are we talking about? <laughs> Stop and now, now no one's talking. Stop and okay. frisk. Just well, about this. Okay, but uh, let's let's go to the point of false equivalency. Because I think this Please. is <laughs> think, I think very relevant to what you're talking about. And I have one more fucking idiot I want to get to. <laughs> I tweeted he's a fucking idiot, and he is. Colin Kaepernick. I'm for... Thank you. Oh. High five on that one. Yeah, but not for the same... <laughs> okay. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a fucking idiot. I'm for his protest. I'm yeah. for the taking the knee. But here's what he says on race. You have Hillary, who was called black teens or black kids super predators, and you have Donald Trump, who's openly racist. This is the false equivalency. He says, both are proven liars, and it almost seems like they're trying to debate who's less racist. Okay, they're not both proven liars. Politico has, PolitiFact has looked at yeah. this, okay? She lies less than most politicians. He lies more than anyone they've ever seen. 70 plus percent. That's right. And they're, they're not, right. and they're not both racists. Yeah. Donald Trump is a racist. Hillary Clinton works her whole life for the opposite. She's okay? The, what? Right. 
Well, she's been a public servant for almost three decades. Yeah, he has not served anyone other than himself. We're sick of professional money. politicians. Don't Let's you see. get that? They've screwed up this country. Oh, We've got to But it's not screwed up. See, that's Professional politicians have created a situation where we've got crime on the street, where we have no good jobs in this country. Crime is down. Crime is down. Oh, yeah, go to Chicago and tell people that. Go to Chicago. You pick the one place. It's happening all And it's all gang warfare. It was not, up 10% last year. It's not going to affect rate was up 10% you last unless year. you're trying to horn in on someone's territory, Steve. <laughs> well, I'm not going to go to the inner cities because that's where the crime is. Oh, he cares about people. What has he done? I think he gave he's money to 10, one of his jobs. sons. He's created one of the greatest businesses in people America. People who work for That's him. He's not going to let you finish your sentence. I've tried. What? He's not going to let you finish. Can, isn't being president... I mean, the president should create jobs. There should be economic growth. But right. being president's about more than yes. just creating jobs. Yeah. It's you. also securing the border. It's having a sound... The border is safer than it was. We need to have a sane border. That the borders are out of control. His whole campaign hangs on this myth that things are so desperate in this country, which they are not, that we need this giant asshole to come in <laughs> like the Magnificent Seven and save the town. But we're not desperate. Know, you we should are... get out of Los Angeles. Get out of Sequoia. I get out of Los get Angeles every DC. weekend. Go to places like North Pennsylvania. Go to there's, places like there's, there's there's mythology. Go to Ohio. Go to Pennsylvania. There's go to Michigan. Mythology. People are really hurting in this country. I mean, there, there, not talking there are people hurting, hurting, hurting bad. in the Rust Belt. Yep. There is a All sense of country. there is a sense of economic yes. stagnation. Yep. However, it is a mythology that in the Midwest, outside of New York and L.A., that everything is just a wasteland. Ohio right. has a humming modern economy I, I with, with right. investments in solar and technology. Solar. They got, it you from, would think, they got it from the shale oil and gas revolution. Not tell that to Governor Kasich, oh, who's a Republican. You would think by listening to Trump and all these Republicans that America is a place where there is always a well, cold so, knife why are voters at so your throat why and a brown dick at your lips. Why are voters so <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I talk, I'm talking to these voters. They are angry, though. So I'm, the I'm voters just, I'm are not angry sure. because they're misinformed. Not only are they misinformed, they're stupid. They're racist. They're xenophobes. I mean, yeah, these half, are the people. Yes, half yeah. of them are in the basket of the plurals. Are stupid and oh, racist. much more than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yes, that's a good winning message for the Democrats. People are stupid. Well, they're no, not saying. That, it. I'm, well, I'm saying yes. it. I'm saying that you have okay. at least half of your stupid. supporters that they're, are in the basket of the plurals. I can tell you So I really would like. I don't need you to be my amen corner. I need you to let me finish. I really, really need you to do that. Seriously. My point is, not only are they misinformed, there are voters who are angry. In many instances, I'm when angry. human beings are angry, right? I'm you angry need somebody people to who are angry. Then there's that. But I think at the end of the day, you have a situation where people need someone to blame. There are folks right. in your yeah. camp who have chosen to blame Barack Obama because he's not a U.S. citizen. There are folks in your camp who have chosen to blame black people because we're takers, Paul Ryan. Yeah, he apologized for it, but there are supporters who still believe that. All right. That is the problem. All right, we got to move to new rules, everybody. New rules. <laughs> Neuro, my Facebook friends have to stop posting this picture of Michelle Obama. I like that picture. Hugging George Bush like a lion made friends with a pony. She's not hugging him because she likes him. She smelled gin on his breath again, and she's stopping him from dancing. <laughs> Oh, 
Okay. This one addresses the point we were just discussing about people. New rule, if you're this dumb. And prepared with an answer. an explanation from um, President Obama. And we never got one from him, did we? What does he have to explain? Where he was born. Just show his birth certificate. I have mine at home in my safe deposit He did box. show it. No. <laughs> then you can't have a dog. <laughs> Because it's smarter than you, and that's not how this whole master pet thing is supposed to work. Or maybe I'm confused, and the dog rescued you from a box behind the 7-Eleven. <laughs> New rule, the 21-year-old Australian man who was just bitten by a poisonous spider on his penis for the second time this year must be told that there are easier ways to get people to suck it. <laughs> It was good. New rule. <laughs> President Obama must admit that this, this look doesn't say, I have deep respect for Native American culture and traditions. It says, yes, Republicans, now I am just fucking with you. <laughs> New rule. Parisians must stop thinking they're so enlightened now that Paris has approved a clothing-free zone within its city limits. Here in America, hundreds of cities already have clothing-free zones. They're called Walmarts. <laughs> and finally, new rule, and this one's for Trump voters. If you think you hate the establishment now, wait until he wins, and the Trump surrogates, that basket of inexplicables he sends out every day to speak for him, become the establishment. Wait until Steve Cortez and Katrina Pearson and Chris Christie and Amarosa are trundling down the corridors of power bumping into the walls. Mm. We're thinking of giving these people the reins of power. I wouldn't put them on the bus without asking the driver to make sure they don't miss their stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, in examining all of Donald Trump's surrogates, it's very helpful to remember that Trump actually once said this. Always be around unsuccessful people because everybody will respect you. Do you understand that? Well, it does explain Rudy Giuliani. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Rudy Giuliani, who claims America never had a problem with terror attacks until Obama came along. Mm -hmm. Really? You can't even think of one? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hint, Rudy. You make your living off of it. Trump. Donald Trump also once said, sometimes people will come into my office and they'll look great, sound great, dress beautifully. Everything is great. Then after you hire them, they turn out to be morons. Which explains his sons, Uday and Kuse. <laughs> I mean, Trump Sr. in the White House is bad enough without these two American psychos putting... <laughs> putting plastic over the furniture so they can axe murder prostitutes while discussing Phil Collins. <laughs> and how about the non-professionals? Have you seen Pastor Mark Burns? Oh, He's the 
pastor who gave the benediction at the Republican convention. And I'm not saying he's a total charlatan. It's possible that the free vial of holy oil available from his website can cure the sick. <laughs> and if not, you can always use it as righteous lube. But... <laughs> But he does seem to have lied about everything. Yes. Again, the bio that's on your website claims that you, you earned a, a Bachelor of Science degree. <laughs> Did you make that claim? I asked you just a moment ago as we were just opening up this, and first of all, I said that we were off the record. I didn't okay. agree to that. Yeah, but I did. I did. Did you catch that? The interviewer says, I didn't agree this was off the record, and he says, yeah, but I did. Right. <laughs> what do you Great think context. for him? Secretary of State, maybe? Uh, <laughs> head of NASA, perhaps? <laughs> Another familiar face on CNN for the Trump campaign is Margot Gutierrez, a leader of Trump's Hispanic Advisory Council, and quite a spokesman for his peeps he is. He once said... My culture is very dominant culture, and it's causing problems. If you don't do something about it, you're going to have a taco truck on every corner. Okay, first of all, would that be such a bad thing? You mean, when I'm drunk, I don't have to wander around L.A. looking for a taco truck? That's the best argument for Hillary I've heard yet. But... But beyond that, Mr. Gutierrez is a real estate scam artist who's filed for bankruptcy 14 times. He's not just a Latino for Trump. He's a Latino Trump. <laughs> then there's, uh, oh, little Kaylee McEnany, a kind of Ann Coulter without the empathy. <laughs> And another young woman defending Trump, campaign spokesman, someone's crazy ex-girlfriend. Yes. I'm sorry, I mean Katrina Pearson, who wears a necklace made out of bullets from the Chanel Don't Tread On Me collection. <laughs> and once defended it by tweeting, maybe I'll wear a fetus next time. Ugh. About... <laughs> Good point. About Trump's proposed Muslim ban, she said... You know what? So what? They're Muslim. <laughs> and in 2012, she tweeted, perfect, Obama's dad, born in Africa, Mitt Romney's dad, born in Mexico, any purebreeds left? Sick. Sick. Purebreeds? Where do you study your talking points? By the light from a burning cross? <laughs> She also blames Obama for launching the war in Afghanistan, even though it was four years before he was even in the Senate, and has said about nuclear weapons, what good is having them if you're not going to use them? If this were the $100,000 pyramid, I'd say things a mental patient says. <laughs> so what do you think? Ambassador of the UN for her? But I have to say that of all the surrogates, my favorite has to be Mr. Michael Cohen. Just, just take a look at him in action on CNN. But you guys are down. And it makes Says sense who? that there would... Says who? Most of them. All of them? Says who? Polls. I just told you. I answered your question. Okay. Which polls? All of them. Okay. 
T-shirt. Says who? <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> and he's a lawyer. In fact, he's the head lawyer at the Trump Organization. So we know he's awfully busy with lawsuits right. like the one Trump filed against me in 2013. Remember that lawsuit? Okay. A lot of people remember it as a defamation, defamation suit. It wasn't. He was suing me to collect $5 million because I offered that to him if he could prove that his mother didn't, in fact, fuck an ape. <laughs> So he went into court. This happened. He went into court and produced his birth certificate as if it was going to say orangutan on it. Yes, I made Donald Trump produce his birth certificate, and I'm very proud of that. Very proud of that. All right, that's our show. I'll be at the Mirage tonight somehow and tomorrow night then at Foxwoods in Connecticut, October 22nd at the Palace in Albany, November 6th. I want to thank Peter Hamby, Angela Rye, Steve Moore, Sarah Silverman, and Sean Penn. Thank you, folks. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10 or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.